0: You're listening to That Park Life Podcast. From attraction deep dives, to resort rundowns, to cast member chats, they're here to help you live that park life. Here they are now. Beth and Gray. Every time I hear that introduction, I'm like, oh, I recognize some of those voices. That's because <laughs> we asked some people to do it. And that's sometimes right. I forget. And I'm like, oh, that's right. I know these people.
1: And it's lovely to hear their voices every week.
0: It sure is. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to That Park Life Podcast. Or have, why did I say it like that?
1: Podcast. <laughs> that Park Life
0: Podcast. Welcome
1: to our crappy podcast.
0: No, like I've been smoking. <laughs> anyway, well maybe, I, maybe I have been smoking because it's been so freaking oh. hot here. I, we were talking about it on the Pat Chat, but it was 92 or 93 degrees today. I spent a little time in uh, Magic Kingdom the other day, and it's officially full-fledged summer, everyone. It's middle of June. Has it
1: hit 100, though? Like, feels like 100? Like, I don't know. Has it hit that yet? I try not to make
0: it. To be honest with you, I don't look at the weather because it's just going to stress oh, me out.
1: I know. I always look at the feels like, because mm. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me what it really is. <laughs> it feels like you're in
0: a dog's mouth, is what they say. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, we went to Magic Kingdom, and we were there for like, I don't know, 90 minutes, max, seriously it was like a very short mm-hmm. amount of time but shout out to andre uh, you might know him on instagram at thrills and magic his video content some of the autograph signing um videos if you haven't seen them please go follow or at least go look at some of his videos because they're they're actually like so cool
1: oh.
0: but anyway oh, um okay. shout out to him because we got to see him real quick while i he was here he was uh, escaping nice. the smog of the northeast <laughs> I, don't I know if you all heard about that.
1: We were talking to Doug's sister yesterday. She's like, I have not heard anything about this. And we're like, you haven't heard about the fires. Yeah. Like, where they, like, shut down New York, basically. (laughs) She's like, no. I'm like, no one at your job has talked about this. (laughs) So we had to school her on that. But, you know, everyone stay up on your... um, Your current events. Your your world news. Your current events. Yes, please.
0: Things going on. I'm like,
1: I don't watch the news, but I know what's going on in the world. Anyway. To
0: balance out my time, though, I would like to share uh, Mm -hmm. my monorail experience. Because there have been so many times I've gotten on a monorail... And not only is it warm, but it's got the lingering BO of the guests before yeah. us. But yeah. for whatever reason, I don't know if they're renovated, the two that I happened to get on, which was Monorail Peach and Monorail Gold. Shout out to Peach peaches, and Gold. Peaches, um, peaches, peaches, The air peaches. conditioning was cold. Not even like cool. Mm. Cold. And I, I was choosing cold. to stand up because you know, they kind of come out of the top of the, like the vents on the top. Yeah. So I was standing up, and it just was blowing cold air right on my sweaty forehead, and it felt so good. And I can't remember the last time I was on a monorail, and the air coming out of that was so refreshing. Yeah. So, you know, it's been yeah. stuffy in a monorail, but this was not the case. It was, like, so nice and enjoyable <laughs> in these two monorails.
1: Good deal. Well, I have not been at the parks, but um, some of my good friends were there this past week, uh, like, weekend, like, for the long weekend. Um, it was their son's fifth birthday, and he had he's never been. So the older two have been... He had never been. So she was kind of like, he doesn't really know what he's missing yet. You know, like he's not like super excited because he doesn't know. But um, this was their last night. So not yesterday, but the night before. And she was she texted me and I was like, I have to share this. She said, so we just passed Cinderella in the street and she stopped and waved at him and told him happy birthday. And when she walked off, he grabbed her husband's hand and he said that was my birthday
0: wish oh oh my gosh
1: (laughs) I was like how adorable is that this five-year-old kid and they did like um she did send me a video because they were in the park on his birthday at Magic Kingdom I mean at Animal Kingdom and the drummers like pulled him aside and they did the whole birthday thing to him um so he just I think had a really great time and so now you know the more they go to Disney like he'll be he's in on it now like he'll be excited because he knows um, about it but I just thought that was the most adorable thing oh I had to gosh. share it
0: that's what it's all about right you can't I know you're not gonna get that at home or anywhere yeah. else but yikes
1: she just waved and told him happy birthday That's so cool. <laughs> so adorable um okay are you ready for my other thing about Christy yes shout out Christy okay so I have to share this so Christy said so here's something really funny I discovered after listening to y'all for a few years now apparently I never understood the intro jingle for news nuggets I always thought it said Miss Fabulous and just figured it was something that I didn't know from an attraction, even though I knew it was the news section of the podcast. So I had a bunch of people listen to news nuggets, and here's what they all thought you were saying. <laughs>
0: Can I play it first so that yeah, just in okay. case anyone doesn't know what we're talking about? Yeah. This is our we really intro don't have news today, so to news, nuggets. news nuggets.
1: Okay. Okay, so if you don't know what I'm saying, should I just say what I'm saying? Yes. I'm saying news nuggets and then it says dip them in your mouth, ma- dip them in your sauce and put them in your mouth. Yes. <laughs> That's what it says. She, she said um, her mom got it right. Her mom was like, it's news nuggets. And she's like, okay, apparently I just really missed the Some, Somebody, um, she obviously thought that we were saying Miss Fabulous. What? <laughs> Miss Fabulous. Um, someone thought we were saying Moose Magnets. What? Moose Magnets. <laughs> somebody thought that we were saying it's maggots
0: <laughs> oh god maggots are the worst
1: um somebody else thought we were saying moose nuggets okay okay they got nuggets right um uh, another person thought that we were saying loose bolts <laughs> loose bolts like that makes loose bolts like that doesn't that doesn't I sound think like
0: moose nuggets makes sense because the, the vowel sounds are the yeah. same so okay moose knuckles but, what but no um, no stop that but loose <laughs> what loose nuts what was loose? it
1: Loose bolts. Loose bolts. Sorry.
0: Um, No, I don't. I don't hear that. I don't know. This.
1: Um. This next one cracks me up. This bag is. So somebody thought we were saying this bag is.
0: (laughs) Dot dot dot. Yeah. What?
1: Um. And then this one's this baguettes. Like this baguettes. This baguettes. I don't know. What? Um. Another person thought we were saying Miss Magus, which she said apparently is a Pokemon. Miss Magus. Um, And then the last person thought we were saying Miss Malice. All right. So none of those. (laughs) Nothing that's having to do with news. So it's news nuggets. (laughs) Dip them in your sauce and put them in your mouth. She said, uh, some people were trying to make it into real words, but I asked them to tell me whatever sound they were hearing. So apparently news nuggets is the new Laurel Yanni. Oh, my (laughs) God. She said, I hope that gives you a good laugh today. And it did. And it did. And I was like, I have to share this. Oh, my
0: gosh. I feel like maybe we need to break it down a little bit. So years ago probably at this point yeah we um you know we we do want to include some news items but a lot of times we're not breaking the news to you right you, you no. may have already heard it especially since we're a, and
1: they're like smaller things yeah right it's nothing week, that's like yeah so we
0: can't always keep up with the hot with the hot goss so they're nuggets it's like things that may affect your park going uh, <clears throat> experience if you know if we could get them in in here in an episode mm-hmm. so i think one day we just talked about how they're a news nugget and you just spat out that jingle of news yeah. nugget dip him in your sauce and put him in your mouth and you kind of like did the thing where you sing it saying it and then eventually you and yeah. doug produced it to that like very nice professional sounding little audio bumper as we may call it um that we yeah. have now so and that's that's what that is now so that i think it, it
1: was an episode where doug was on with me yes and we like kind of did it together and he, i think he was the one that came up with the like dip him in your sauce and put him in your I mouth i think that so was we, him yeah we were like we got to make it a jingle now so yes. that's why it says that. <laughs>
0: There was one time we recorded in person where Doug was there. And I think that time was in my apartment. And I've lived in this house now for three years. So it had to have been a minimum of three years ago. It's wild. Wild times. So good. We're back with our rating ride cues. This time we are taking our ratings Over to Epcot, this will be part one. Um, Next time we do this, you'll hear us talk about Test Track, Journey to Imagination, Mission Space, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, and the Grand Fiesta Tour. But today, we've got Spaceship Earth, Sorin, Living with the Land, The Seas with Nemo and Friends, the actual attraction, not like the aquarium part, Mm -hmm. and Frozen Ever After. So just like other rating the Ride queue episodes we've done, we'll be rating these on a scale of one to four. And just like we did in the other episodes, we have asked all of you who follow us on Instagram for how you feel about Mm -hmm. these cues. So you also rated them on a scale of one to four. And we'll share those results as we go along here. Some of the things we've considered, what we develop, what we come up with our ratings and our pros and cons. Are these indoor or outdoor cues? Does it, quote, move, right? Does it feel like the lion is just stagnant or is it actually moving? Are there interactive elements? Are there things to do, things to look at, things to occupy your mind? Things like Mm -hmm. that. So all of that is uh, what we're going to be chatting about today.
1: Spoiler alert. Let me tell you what I think overall of today's.
0: Uh, No. (laughs) (laughs) I was
1: thinking about them as I was going through them. I'm like, oh, this is like not going to be a good day for Beth.
0: (laughs) Oh, I, I gave one of these a four. So okay. here we are, on opposite well, and sides I probably know
1: which one it is. It is probably the one that I gave a higher rating to, too. Okay. But let's get into it. Let's All right, we're gonna start it. with Spaceship Earth.
0: Yeah, it is a park icon, so I feel like we should start yeah. right there with Ms. Spaceship Earth, the prettiest girl in school. Yes. And to get us into into the mood for these mm. attractions, here's a little bit of what you'd hear in the general Spaceship Earth queue area, um, in case you just haven't been there a while and you want to take yourself there to Spaceship Earth. Gosh, I could fall asleep. I know. I do love
1: that. I do love that music. Um, Okay, so I'm going to kick us off with some pros for this. Um, My pros are that it's mostly covered. Like, there's some covered areas. When it's raining or when it's sunny, you are, like, underneath the ball for the most part. Um, It does kind of stink when you're not in those areas, but there's, you know, most of it you're, like, under there. Um, The line does constantly move. So, obviously, it's, like, an omni-mover type system. So the line to me always feels like it's constantly moving. The line is usually not that long or if it is longer, we just don't go because we're like, you know, but usually in the um, early mornings, like first thing in the morning and um, at the end of the night, it's usually not a long line. Um, yep. And you can kind of tell, like it's one of those ones where if you've been on it long enough, you can see the line and be like, yeah, that's 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Depending, you know, even if they like label it a higher weight or whatever, it's not that um, and then you're in that wind tunnel, right? So it can be very breezy in there no matter what. Now, sometimes that can be very hot air blowing on you if it's in the middle of the day, in the middle of the summer, or if it's windy and rainy, that's not so fun. Um, but overall, those are the pros. Do you want to talk about your pros or you want me to go and talk about my cons? Oh, we'll
0: do pros. So just like okay. you mentioned, it's mostly covered and often breezy. I did refer to it as the wind tunnel of Epcot, which is funny you said yeah. the same thing. So yeah. we line up there. Um, I also mentioned that it's a short line. So I think you covered everything I was going to say. But And I will say, since it is an omni-mover, the ride capacity is quite high. Mm. It is, um, on, a, on a good day, it can move 2,400 guests per hour, which is on the high it's end. It's good. a number we like to yeah. see. So in other mm-hmm. words, that that line's going to be moving, which is good.
1: Yeah. Um, okay, cons. You didn't have any more pros there?
0: That's all I have for pros.
1: Okay. So cons for me was, like, obviously, the line is mostly outside. Um, So you are like exposed to the elements there and if it's rainy or whatever, if it's really hot and sunny, you're not really like safe 100% from those. Mm -hmm. Um, Because there are parts of those lines when they like loop or, you know, they kick back or whatever, you you go down and come back. Um, It's hot and you can get wet in the rain. Mm -hmm. So mostly outside there. There's no theming really of it. Like Mm -hmm. the whole line is pretty much just out there. You're just trying to get into the Epcot ball, basically, like and as soon as you walk inside, you're basically getting on the ride. So there's really not a lot of like theming. There's not a lot to look at or do. That's one of those lines where you're kind of just like people watching. Mm -hmm. It's a people watching line. That's pretty much the only thing there is to do. And you're going to because you're going to pass those people multiple times, depending on how long the the line is. Um, So to me, those are like kind of the main cons there. Uh, There's just like nothing special about it.
0: Yeah, the same thing I had written down, Um, I, outside 95% of the time, right? You're you're basically outside the whole time until you're loading onto the ride vehicle. Yeah. And even though you think you might be covered, if it's been a while since you've been on the attraction or in the queue, um, you know, you're underneath a big giant ball, right? A big giant mm-hmm. geodesic sphere, whatever the heck it's called. So um, unfortunately, though, if you're looking at it to the left, all of that is uncovered. It's like mm-hmm. straight up in the sun if the sun's out or just like you mentioned if it's raining is is not great and there are a ton of switchbacks so it's one of those lines where like you never really know when you're gonna get get to the actual Mm -hmm. part of the line where you can actually get into the entrance there you can kind of tell like this was an attraction that maybe focused more on the attraction than the queue if you think about Mm -hmm. its location i don't really know what they could have done to build like an interior queue and still have the same effect of you kind of entering in the bottom of the ball if you will the bottom of the sphere and still kind of go in there. I, I don't know. But then again, the exit is covered. So I don't know why they couldn't just built that on each side. Have done right? the same thing. When yeah. you come out um, or just reversed it, <laughs> make the entrance. Right. the other way. But right. I get it because there's like a play zone kind of thing. So maybe they kind of have to have that indoor in order for that to work. But this is, this is not the cue for me. My no. overall rating for Miss Spaceship Earth was a one. A Give one. it a little O.T. Okay, I,
1: I gave it a two cause okay. just because it's, I don't know. I, I was like, it's not really a one for me, like it's not the worst. Um, but so I was like, I'll give it a two. And so I'll be a little bit nice there.
0: It has everything I don't like. It's mostly outside. You're yeah. exposed. There is nothing to do. Literally nothing to do. It's just a queue. Right. It's, you're literally on just. You might as well be at the DMV or something. Or I in think the, the, the saving
1: grace is that it is so close to the front gates, and so people coming in. It's like great for people
0: watching. It <laughs> is that is that is true. You can get some people watching done in there. Um, let's take a look at how you all thought about it. So the, uh, the highest number of votes went to a rating of two. 44% put it at a two. Right. And the next highest, highest was a one star at 25. Okay. So 60, almost 70% of you all put it at either a two or a one star queue. So I would say not a great Q over there in epcot there were a few and i do mean a few that had it at uh a four star there was there was nine nah. percent so less than yeah, 10 percent of you all thought
1: those people so. are wrong and or they just clicked it accidentally <laughs> um okay let's move on to uh soren yeah
0: and now a little music a little soren q atmosphere also very relaxing I,
1: yeah i feel like that one's really close to spaceship earth
0: it, they're pretty close yeah
1: like you could play both of them and i'd be like uh, which is which. it's gonna take me a minute
0: all right i'll i'll kick us off for pros on this one i think the most obvious pro here is that it is completely inside all mm-hmm. the glorious air conditioning you could ever want out of a queue air, happens right
1: here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but more than that There are some things to do in this queue, which is nice. They do have the interactive games while you're waiting. You do use the Play Disney Parks app, which by the way, if you don't have the Play Disney Parks app, there are more than a handful of attractions across property where you can play games, whether it's Mm -hmm. with uh, other guests on the board or amongst your family or group people you're associated with within My Disney Experience. That's all in the... Play Disney Parks app sponsored by Play Disney Parks app. No, I just, I honestly, I never really use it too <laughs> yeah. much. And I just was, I had pulled it up to like see what the Soaring game was. It's been a little while since it played. And uh, I just noticed there's all these different. Uh, games and they're themed different attractions you can play while you're waiting in line which is cool but anyway with this one you um, use the app the play disney parks app it works with what's being shown on the big displays and it looks like over the years they put a few smaller tvs kind of closer to the front of the queue so you can start mm. playing the games earlier mm-hmm. in the queue which is helpful there are some scoreboards at the end of what they call the soren challenge that's the official name of the game and it's just a nice way to pass the time and also compete. And you can see like your your stats on the scoreboard. A few other pros here for me, just overall the, the queue itself I think is like kind of like relaxing. If that mm-hmm. even makes sense. How can a queue be relaxing? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like I feel relaxed and calm in the yeah. Soren queue. That long hallway with like the kind of like long neon blue like, lights and stuff that all kind of yeah. p- go to one direction and then it has the big Soren logo on it. I just think that's like a cool place to be.
1: Yeah, I said it's uh, usually pretty quiet, just because all the carpet. Yeah. Um, so it's one of those like it is a pretty quiet like it's air conditioning. It's quiet, so if you kind of need like a a minute, you know, from all the hustle and bustle, yeah. um, that is a pro that it's just kind of quiet. And I said there's also bathrooms like right outside of it, so it's pretty oh, close. Yes. Th- those bathrooms are usually pretty gross, <laughs> um, but <laughs> there is a bathroom right there, so that's kind of nice. Um, you're not having to like walk to another part of you know the park or whatever to get use the bathroom so i thought that was kind of nice and same thing you said it's inside it's air conditioned
0: and the line technically includes a pre-show right because you're not you're not really in the loading area per se of the attraction until you go in the theater so Mm -hmm. that little pre-show that happens um, before you go into the theater obviously has some classic and or iconic moments Um, i'm not going to spoil them but maybe it's a joke about certain headwear and uh, you, those are the types of lines that you repeat, right? Like every, everyone knows, mm-hmm. and they usually repeat that kind of stuff. And it's a little bit funny. The ride capacity here is medium. So I'm putting it at a pro because it's not it's not super slow enough for me to put it on a con. There are some attractions coming your way on this episode that are mm-hmm. slow. I put capital, capital slow. Um, this is about 1,900 guests per hour. So okay. we're getting there. There was a time when there were two theaters, Concourse A and B, and they built on Concourse C, which is just another way of saying it at the theater. And that mm-hmm. really did help because I don't know if you remember, this attraction was super popular when it yeah. started out and the lines were long. Yeah. I would say they're not quite as long anymore. It's not a bad thing. It's just, you know, over time, you know, um, sometimes things become a little less popular. You and I were there about an hour into Park Open recently, right? And we waited mm-hmm. maybe 10, 15 minutes for the yeah. attraction, which was great and it was definitely moved along by that third theater so it's improved quite a bit over yeah. the years which is nice
1: so let's talk about some cons sure. my my main con here um, is this line moves like molasses mm. in my mind because not only you go through that first line like once you get past where like like where you, if you have a lightning lane you go through then you're waiting in another line to get into like your concourse so there's yep. like the concourse line. And then you get put in the line to get into the theater. And I just feel like that concourse line to me always feels like it's forever. I yes. can't stand it. So it's like we always, uh, we always basically do a lightning lane or, you know, whatever, fast pass, whatever it is you call it now. Um, we always do those because I'm like, I'm not waiting in that other line because then you just have to wait in another line to wait in another line. And I feel yep. like the line always moves like molasses. And once you're in the concourse line, there's nothing to do really. Just you're just hallway. waiting in a tunnel yep. and the whole time you're like looking around like there's always like a ton of cast members walking around you're like what is going on like why haven't we moved it just gets on my nerves it i feels always like get like something's
0: wrong right like yeah, something went wrong and the ride's does. broken down if you don't know any better you think like wait is something yeah. wrong
1: i always get so anxious when i'm over in that line i'm like i can't stand it i want to do this ride but i hate this line so <laughs> that's my biggest thing i to me i just feel like the there's nothing special about the line queue like, I know you said there are, like, some things you can do there. But to me, I'm like, then it's just nothing. Like, it is quiet and relaxing and whatnot. But other than that, I'm kind of like, meh. Okay. So. Fair enough. Yeah.
0: Um, You're um, going to roll really your eyes at this, everybody, as to what's on my con here. Is the pre-show that I talked about in the pro mm-hmm. section. Because I do think it's cool to, like, entertain yeah. me a little bit before we actually get on the ride. Yeah. But the pre-show to the pre-show which is to say like just the animated like flight video that you see where like yeah. the little thing is like fl- you know flying around like the dots traveling around the globe it's
1: showing you like where they are in it the theater spoils the, time. the
0: locations yeah, for you, and i totally it get it but like i don't know maybe just let me be surprised if it's my first time i don't 100 percent know the cities they're going to mm-hmm. i'm guessing maybe it's there to get you hyped for it but don't get me hyped because when you get me hyped i'm gonna be disappointed so i feel like <laughs> just like surprise me just bring me all over the world mm-hmm. buy me dinner Something. Um, so <laughs> I actually don't watch it. Even though I've done this ride dozens of times, right? A whole, I don't even know how many times I've done this ride. Still, to this day, when I go on the attraction, I don't... I don't know if you noticed, like when we were waiting, a thing, I don't look at the TV until the actual pre-show starts. Because I don't like 100% remember the order what of order things. my is... memory is like awful, yeah. basically, sometimes. I remember. Obviously, we all know about the Eiffel Tower because everyone has to complain mm-hmm. about that if you're not in, I don't know, the B concourse or the B yeah, section. If you're, not,
1: if you're not in the middle
0: yes but anyway so that's just that's my gripe with the pre-show pre-show is that Mm -hmm. it spoils everything um and just like you i had the the concept of like going and waiting going and waiting going Mm away in each like section of the queue can become annoying pretty quickly
1: all right my overall rating of this was i gave it a two but now i mean the more i'm thinking about it i'm kind of like it could be a one but i gave it a two at most
0: oh my gosh yeah i on the other hand gave it a three so right. i just really enjoy the all indoor and then yeah. um i i like the interactivity i feel like those games are a great thing to do when you got the, l- the little ones with you yeah hopefully if they're into it if they're not into it i don't know what they're doing but
1: what um, but, um yeah what did they what did the people say
0: the people have spoken and 41 percent Agreed with you and gave it a two, a an two. overall right. rating of two. Mm-hmm. The next highest was 29 percent with a three star. Okay. So if you if you kind of combine those, there you get about 70 percent giving it either a two or a three, which is a pretty average. I feel like that's a that's a yeah. middle of the road <laughs> cue here. Um, there were a few that gave it a four and a one, but it was 21 percent with a one star. So. Yeah. A lot of people were with you. I mean, I guess we
1: like we could have thrown in there too. the whole like baby swap area could be a pro, Mm. but it's like it could also be a con for people. I don't know. I like obviously I've never used it because I don't have babies. But um, honestly, we have used it before. I think when Andrew was a baby, like, you know, we used it that time. But um, I feel like there's, you know, if you can find a spot in there, but sometimes it can be absolute like nuts in that Mm. area, depending on how busy it is. So I don't know.
0: I'm curious. Um, those of you, the 21% of you that voted at a one star, why did you give it a one star? Feel free yeah. to reach out. I am yeah. genuinely curious.
1: Tell us what else you hate about it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we can all, like, um, you know, talk about it together. All right, let's move on to our next one, and this is Living with the Land.
0: Now, the Living with the Land attraction, I was having a hard time finding cue area music. Yeah. That yeah. was kind of unique to Living you with mean, the Land. Why didn't so you just I...
1: get a cafeteria? Yeah
0: sound <laughs> yeah, cl- like trays clanking on a table yeah, and pretty stuff pretty much so instead i'm using this as an opportunity to play some classic living <laughs> with the land music that maybe you've forgotten about i'm sure this is something i played years ago at this point when we did our like favorite sounds of disney mm, sounds mm-hmm. we love this was like the stuff we did during the pandemic when we couldn't go to the parks yeah. sounds we love from from disney world so if you don't know this ditty. Please find it on YouTube and listen to the whole thing because the whole thing is is it's a trip. But here you go, a little okay. old school living with the land music. Okay. Let's listen to the land we all love. Nature's plan will shine upon. Listen to the land. Listen to the land. Let's listen to the land we all are. Nature's plan will shine upon. Listen to the land. Listen to Listen to the land
1: Listen to the land Let's listen to the land (laughs) I
0: feel like it's a camp song It is I picture this guy with a beard With a guitar But a bunch of kids Who like don't know what they're doing But they're singing this song With all their heart
1: Listen to the land Listen to the land And they're all making bracelets And this would be great At the um, Chippendales Campfire songs You know Let's listen
0: to the land I'm getting an update Hold on This just in. Oh yes I do have another clip Here we go Just make believe tiny little seed <laughs> a tiny little seed that's reaching up to meet your need with the right amount of faith and the right amount of earth you'll grow to see the sunshine on your day oh, here comes the course let's, listen to, let's the listen to the land, land. It, Greg. nature's plan will shine
1: up. Up. listen let's to the land, land.
0: I hope you are Listen thinking about that. that when you fall asleep tonight.
1: Just a tiny little seed, you know, <laughs> just a tiny little seed. Um, all right, living with the land. Pros. My pros are this line constantly moves. Mm. Um, it's usually not a long wait. If it's a longer wait, we we probably won't wait for it. Um, and it's all inside, all in the air conditioning, which is obviously we know is a plus for us. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I had. Like, okay. this line is kind of. I mean, it's like you're kind of in the middle of a cafeteria, basically. So (laughs) what are your what are your pros?
0: Uh, Just like you inside. I also like the overall vibe of the land pavilion. So I don't mind being in like a cafeteria setting, um, even if we are (laughs) tucked in the corner of this pavilion. But there are some fun murals to look at on the walls. Don't don't sleep on the murals because you may not know this, but there are quotes on those walls from actual kids. So mm-hmm. there's, there was this whole project years ago to get uh, quotes from kids about like saving the planet and things we can do mm-hmm. to be more eco-friendly. And uh, some of the quotes on there, it actually says like the kid's name and how old and stuff. So some of the quotes you may have missed if you're walking quickly by these murals in this attraction are, quote, take care of the earth if you care for yourself. It's like, mm. okay, fine. A good one. Um, here's a good one. A bit of a burn. Quote, <laughs> the earth is like my mother. You get punished if you make a mess. Why do you mm. think this planet's called Mother Earth? Mm. Scold you. Goodness, age ten, yeah. by the way. And then uh, they also bring this quote in there, not from a kid, to really mind f you. Yeah. And this is this is the quote: "Nature never deceives us; it is always we who deceive ourselves." Ooh. Holy moly!
1: Cut you. Yikes. Burn. So, um, you know what around. my favorite quote though, my favorite quote that's up there, um, it's let's listen to the land, <laughs> listen to the land, <laughs> let's do the land. <laughs> the land. Nature's plan. Will shine Nature's plan. Listen to the land,
0: listen that's to sh- the land. That's just uh-huh. called Listen to the Land. You can search mm-hmm. it on, on the YouTubes. It. It's the only Get place it. I find it often.
1: Listen to the freaking land. All uh, right, let's talk about cons.
0: It's so catchy. Okay, it's a, it is actually a slow-moving ride, even if it feels like it's moving. The ride capacity is low. It's only 1,600 yeah. guests per hour. Those types of boats, the way that this boat is set up um, in the loading area, it doesn't move quickly, mm-hmm. unlike Pirates of the Caribbean, which is like a machine. That thing is yeah. just turning and burning. Yeah. Turning and burning? guests not burning literally um churning guests this one is not it's like half of what pirates can do Mm -hmm. um that's just that's just the way that it's set up so about 1600 guests per hour and kind of like what we have been talking about other than the murals which i'm not going to say is a reason to go run and and look at this this Mm, queue right but it is one thing you can look at while you're in certain parts of it there's really not much to it. You're you're tucked yeah. in the corner, like I mentioned. There's certainly nothing interactive going on. No, you can't even really people watch because the way that it's situated, again, you're like in the corner.
1: You're tucked in that corner. Kind it's of kind of tucked, dark so. too. So you're like, yeah. just wait over here. Um, I agree. That was my thing. I was like, mm, not. There's no real theming. Nothing real special. It's kind of loud. You know, like it can get loud over there because you're in that. Like the sound is kind of like bouncing mm. into that corner too. Um, so. My overall rating, um, because this is indoors and it's cool, I gave it a two.
0: Oh, okay. Same. We agree on one. Oh, Yay! We, we agreed.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Finally.
0: Uh, I also gave it a two, and the uh, the people have spoken. Forty okay. percent of our voters agree with us and gave it a two, a two. rating. The next highest was 34 at a one star. Yeah. So, uh, you know, three quarters of you all thought it was either a one or a two star. So this is obviously on the lower end of quality cues in Epcot.
1: Yeah, the people are agreeing with us for the most part, like, Mm. about Epcot's cues so far.
0: Well, let's see how they feel with our ratings, with the C's, with Nemo and Friends. And, man, if you thought the Soren music was relaxing... Or the Spaceship Earth music was mm. relaxing. Um, I hope you're not driving because you may fall <laughs> asleep behind the wheel. Here's a little Nemo area music for you.
1: Ooh, it's just it's a just- lot of like tinkering around. Yes. Yeah. It's like so the in, it's almost like the intro to like a hippie band that's coming on <laughs> but it just never gets there, you know. Um seas with Nemo and friends. Yes. I do love this attraction, you know, okay. cuz it's it's the big blue world. Oh gosh, I forgot about that. Let's talk about pros. What you got?
0: So, uh my pros not only is it indoors, but I feel like the AC blasts in oh, this yeah. place. Oh yeah. They have they have got their AC on max, and I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Just like you heard in that music, I really do think that this cue puts you in a relaxed mood. It's dark in there, so yes. in the in the bright you know sun heat of the day, you walk into this place. It's cold mm-hmm. and dark, and mm-hmm. that's exactly how I picture the womb to be, because <laughs> I prefer to be cold than warm. Um, but overall, my my big pro here is the theming that's inside here this is kind of a unique um queue compared to the other ones that we've had so far today because it's more of like an environment like a scene a lot of Mm -hmm. atmosphere stuff going on here i really think it pulls you into the story of the ride into the atmosphere not literally it pulls you into the story of the ride as you enter the queue you start out at a beach on kind of like a almost like a walkway like a like a footpath walking path Mm -hmm. Um, not quite like a boardwalk, but you'll see like fences and yeah. stuff with like the kind of like those big, like kind of grassy beach bushes. Path. Yeah, like a beach path. And um, with like that wood fencing, like that slat fencing on the side that you might mm-hmm. see at a beach somewhere or along some like dunes and things. Mm-hmm. A bunch of signs along the way on the walking path. Some of them are kind of like jokes, right? Or like just planned words or references to characters or beach related things. There is one that lists the surf conditions for the day and it's got three options on it either mild, choppy, or just swell. Get mm-hmm. it? See what See what they did there? Swell. There is an arrow on it, like a gauge, and that arrow is pointing to choppy on that list. So they're kind of letting you know that maybe there might be slightly rough water is ahead, mm-hmm. if you know what we're saying. There is another sign there that says, the it's the an ad for the Tanks-A-Lot Dive Shop. <laughs> so tanks. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, the, the motto there is, to air is human, and obviously, air is spelled A-I-R. So they have a little pun going on in the sign. There's also another sign. There's a bunch of them kind of along the mm-hmm. walkway. But one of the one of the sets of signs has one that just says "Sharks sighted," and then on that sign is a silhouette of Bruce, which of course you wind up seeing. And the other two, like sharks that are you know in mm-hmm. in the in the Bruce gang, yes. are uh, it's like are a hammerhead and a,
1: and a lemon shark. And yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So um, again, just a couple of references to either the, the attraction, the characters you're seeing in the attraction or some of the like beachy stuff. And then after all those signs and the beach walking path ends, you enter this room that simulates being underwater. Like they have mm-hmm. a lighting effect in there that makes it seem like, you know, you're underwater, the sun's out above you and it's creating like that nice, like, you know, the, the sun going through the prism of water surface. Mm-hmm. And there you are, and if you look on the wall, there are some schools of fish swimming by you, which is, like, a kind of a nice touch. Mm-hmm. And in addition to all of that, to, like, the blasting cold air conditioning, it kind of bringing you in from regular land into the ocean, it also has a pretty good ride capacity. It is an yeah. omnimover attraction, and it can do about 2,200 guests per hour, which is not bad.
1: Pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I pretty much same things. Um, And again, the line constantly moves, I feel like. So... I mean, I pretty much agree with everything you said. So okay. all the pros, uh, cons, my only real con there is like, sometimes it can be too dark. Yeah. There's been multiple times where like, if it's bright outside and you walk in legitimately, like I've had to get out my, my flashlight because I couldn't see. Cause my, you know, your eyes don't have enough time to adjust, um, to like the darkness. And so there have been times where I'm like, no legit, like I cannot see in front of me. Like, like I, I can't see the floor, so I don't know where I'm walking. And I know that, like, that little ramp part happens So, you know, because I'm getting old and my eyes are terrible. But that's, like, my only con uh, for I'm that just, one, really.
0: I'm picturing you, like, all, like, like kind of, like, sweaty and, like, huffing a little bit. Yeah. And, you're like, ah, oh, some sweet relief. You walk into the thing you can't see and it's like, like, oh, no, Bell, you're walking <laughs> to the wall.
1: <laughs> I can't see it here. um And, you know, and... uh. Yeah, I I forgot to mention this for the pros too, but the outside like area before you walk into the queue, like that area is really cool too. Just to see the seagulls and the water and all that stuff. So I think that they really nailed the theming on this one.
0: I'm with you, I just for the kind same thing. It's maybe it's a little too dark. (laughs) That's about it. But um that's really the only con I could think of. Yeah. So my overall rating, here Mm -hmm. it is. I mentioned it earlier. It (laughs) is a four. four. I give it a little four because it's so freaking cold in there. Yeah
1: um i am giving it a 3.5 okay it's really hard for me to give things a four but um that's my only thing i know that's my only thing is that it you know it is um well because when you have things like guardians or like tron like when you have those types of things now it's like Mm. you're comparing a lot of that stuff it's like it's a pretty cool ride queue but it's not a four so three and a half three and a half stars fair enough what did the people say
0: the people have spoken And 54%, which is a pretty high number. Usually, you know, we're around like the 30s and 40s. 54% gave it a three-star rating. And the next highest actually were both 20%. So 20% gave it a four and 20% gave it a two. So with over half of you voting a a three, I would say this is a pretty good cue. Yeah. Because if you add those two together, 74% of you thought it was either a four or a three-star cue. So definitely on the higher end of cues here in Epcot. Yeah.
1: Good, Good stuff there. All right, our last one for today is Frozen Ever After.
0: A little music of Arendelle for you. <laughs>
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, um. Okay, my big pro here. I really only had like a one big pro, and it was that the theming. Okay. I think the theming yeah. is great. Obviously, it's one of the newer attractions um, of the park, and you know Frozen was a huge hit, and so they had bukus of things to go off of for the theming, and so I thought the theming was great. Um, you probably have more notes than I do about the theming, but my favorite part, um, I love that like once you get inside, you're like in the little Arendelle area, mm-hmm. um, and obviously it's dark in there which is kind of weird because you're like shouldn't it be kind of light in here but um i like when you get into the okinsana area like right before you um it's basically where you meet the line if you had a lightning lane yep um, but there's like a kind of a cool little thing that goes on in there like in the window Yeah. so i don't want to spoil it there but um the theming is just incredible
0: Let me take you on a journey with the theming, everybody. Maybe it's been a while since you've been on Frozen Ever After, or you haven't done it before, or maybe you've done it, but like you're like, what are you guys talking about with theming? It's Mm -hmm. just dark in there, like you're in little town. Nay, nay. There's a lot of things going on here.
1: It's a quiet village. (laughs) All right, wrong one. Sorry.
0: Um, definitely on my list of pros here is that it's inside, right? Well. Mm -hmm. Part of it's inside, well, yeah, um, but the inside part of the queue has a lot of great theming. Starting right as you enter the building with a sign that says Ice Master and Deliverer of Arendelle, so you know you're about to walk into Kristoff's space, immediately mm-hmm. transported into the characters' worlds of Frozen in the first room, which is Kristoff's area. You'll see portraits of Kristoff and Sven on the wall, a bunch of Kristoff's things like props and stuff, a little model sled that maybe he was using to figure out what a big sled version would look like. Mm -hmm. Um, After that, you'll see a bunch of like, quote, royal decorations around, right? Because you're kind of entering upon the more kingdom part aspects of Arendelle. And there's a sign that reads, hear ye, hear ye. The kingdom is invited to a summer snow day celebration in honor of the day that Princess Anna saved her sister, Queen Elsa, spoiler, with an unselfish (laughs) act of love. And then later in the queue, there is like a bulletin board kind of set up that has a a bunch of different things on it. But one of like the flyers that you'll see on there is an ad for Oaken's Tokens Summer Mm -hmm. Snow Day Blowout, which you mentioned you eventually Mm -hmm. get to. But you get a little foreshadowing of it, Mm -hmm. a little teaser of it on this bulletin board. Hi, family. And then... And then there's also a flyer that warns everyone of the nefarious Duke of Weselton or Weaselton. 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 And then another one that mentions, quote, Prince Hans, disgraced son of the King of the Southern Isles, victim of mysterious weird weather. So, you know, obviously if you've seen the movie, you know what's going on. There are all these like little things you can look at and read
1: mm-hmm. while you're
0: going through the hallways of this queue. And then... You're in the, quote, outdoor section, like you mentioned, kind of like you're walking the streets of Arendelle, I guess mm-hmm. at night, because yeah. uh, the rest of the attraction, I guess, takes place at night because you get, like, you know, Anna, I mean, Elsa singing in the ice castle at right, night. And right. stuff. So That's true. Um, so you're kind of walking around the streets of Arendelle, and, and the idea of what we call outdoor theming inside is, like, fun for us because it feels like you're outside, but you're not because you're in an air-conditioned building, and That's it is right. great. Yes. <laughs> But the best part, I think, just like you mentioned, is Oaken's tokens and sauna. So it is the character of Oaken in there with that same little hut that you see in the movies. And it really immerses you uh, in the store. They got all kinds of stuff on the shelves. And there's that one part where there's the sauna door full of steam. And we'll leave it there. And then a bunch of just other little things to look at in there. They did a really good job of bringing you into that. Yeah. Really kind of like niche thing of the movie, right? Because like not Mm -hmm. a main character. Right. But they really went all out on the Oaken's Tokens theming.
1: Yeah. My only con with the Oaken's Tokens part was like, unless you get stuck right there, like unless you get stuck waiting right there, you miss it. You know, like mm. the line's moving. Yeah. So a lot of times you're just getting ushered right through that. So unless you're like close enough, you kind of miss that. So I felt like mm. that was kind of a con to it. Okay. Um,
0: what other cons do you have?
1: The other con that I have is obviously that a lot of the line is outside. So before you get inside, you're standing outside and there's n- like no covered areas. Mm, nothing. Um, it's very hot because you're in like this little corridor area. There's no breeze through there. It's just hot in the sun. Or if it's raining, you're out there in the rain. Um, and typically the line is long. So um, it's just one of those. It's still a very popular attraction. So I feel like, you know, you're kind of SOL if you don't get there first thing in the morning or do it like at the very end of the of the, the day or whatever.
0: Did you say that it was hot? <laughs> How hot would you say it is out in the sun?
1: I would say it's hot enough for this song. It Here it is. Degrees in, the shade. in the shade.
0: 100 degrees in the shade. In the shade. Um, I agree with you, right? That line yeah. starts out um, and they it's like Ugh, they don't even mine. care. The, pe- the people of Arendelle don't care about your sanity and your they sweat. They don't. Because they put you right in the sun. Um, in addition to that, the ride capacity is bad. It's about mm. a thousand guests per hour, which is slow.
1: That is very slow. That is
0: a slow load. Yeah. So if it feels like the line isn't moving, guess what? It's because it's not. It's
1: not. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's so you not.
1: Can, it's not one of those lines that like constantly moves. Like you mm-hmm. get, you kind of move a little bit, and then you stand there for a minute, and then you move a yep. little bit, and then you stand there for a minute. So, you know, when it's long, it's long.
0: But at least there's fun stuff to look at, I guess. What's your uh, overall rating?
1: My overall rating of this one, actually, I did give it a 3.5. Wow. I felt like the theming was that good. And once you're inside, like, it's fine. Um, I think this is just one of those rides where we hit it at just the right times.
0: Okay. I gave it a 3. Okay. A nice, solid, even 3. Yeah. And the people have spoken. And they are kind of split with these two ratings Mm, here. Okay. 43% gave it a three-star rating and 42 percent gave it a four-star rating wow okay which means 85 percent of you thought it was either a four or a three-star three. attraction so, so i would say of all of the attractions we talked about today i think this is the highest rated yeah people like, like it. from all of these different perspectives mm-hmm. so frozen ever frozen ever after a pretty good cue and there it is
1: there it is
0: We'll go back in time for some Disney history, as always brought to you in partnership with, you guessed it, the Mouselets. Make sure you're checking them out on Instagram, TikTok, Yeah, they're having the their website, like sixth anniversary, anniversary giveaway. Six. Yeah, six years of Mouselets. Year. Oh my gosh, that's a long time. Think about. No.
1: Good stuff. All right, all right. What you got? I'm going back to 1991. This was like not really a good week. There wasn't a ton of like good history this week, but mm. I did find this one. Back in 1991, in this week, the Studio Pizzeria restaurant opened at, you guessed it, Disney's MGM Studios. Oh. Um, and in the same year, they re they changed the name. So, it opened um, obviously in June, and then in September of '91 is when they changed it to Mama Melrose Ristorante Italiano. Oh, okay. And I did some research and found out that Mama Melrose is just a fictional character. Oh. They were going to base it on uh, a real person, but they were like, nah. So they decided to make up their own fictional okay. character about it. So, Mama Melrose, Ristorante Italiano.
0: They needed anyway. to serve that quality pizza that Florida is known for. That's
1: right. What you got? Um,
0: I'll take us back to 1974. When the Hoop-Dee-Doo Musical Review Dinner Show debuted in Pioneer yeah. Hall at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground. Created as a college workshop, summer production only, guest response was so positive that Walt Disney World Entertainment continued the show with a permanent professional cast at the end of the 1974 summer. So it kind of started out as something unofficial, and then here we are, yep. 50 years, just almost 50 years later. <laughs> Has our stamp of approval. Hoop-de-doo. If you yep. have
1: not done it, we highly recommend it. It's definitely on yes. our list of top things. It's a fun um, time. So hit it up if you can. All right. Before Greg wraps us up with a beautiful quote, if you like what you heard today, feel free to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. You can leave us a review on iTunes or so others can locate us easier on their platform of choice in the world of Disney podcast. You can follow along with us on Instagram at podcast and if you want to leave us a question you can do so on our Instagram highlight it's ask beth and greg to follow our personal Instagram accounts i am at the real beth mcdonald
0: and i am at the disney greg
1: and if you as always if you want to submit a request for an episode share a magical cast member moment or just simply share some disney magic you can head over to our website it's thatparklifepodcast.com and you can submit a magic gram there it's free for you free for them Lastly, if you want to join our lovely gang of Disney nerds, you can head over to patreon.com slash that park life and get our bonus episodes where we dive deeper into our lives. We share some Disney secrets. Um, and yeah, we have a lovely little group there and you can also join in um, like an extra feature there is we have a discord channel now and you have a, we have a friends and family feature on our Instagram where you get some other, some other content there. So Um, And as always, don't forget our amazing Amazon shopping list. The link is in the description of this episode. If you um, head over there, it's just items that we have used in the park that we like to use. Um, Greg's got some running stuff over there as well in a category. And we do get a little bit of kickback from that. Um, But just it's also good to get some ideas because you may uh, see some things on there that you haven't thought about before. So that's what I got. Take it away, Greg.
0: All right, I've got Frozen on the mind here mm. um, since that was one of the attractions we talked about at Epcot. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll take us to Frozen 2 for a quote okay. from good old Pabby who once said, quote, all one can do is the next right thing.
1: it's mm. a good one. And with that.
0: All right, everyone. We'll see you next week.
1: Yes. We'll be here.
0: Okay. All right, we'll bye, everyone.
1: Bye.